everybody. I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Christian. And welcome to WLB, Work-Love Balance. <laughs> I just told you, Work-Love Balance. What? <laughs> no, it's, it's WLB. A, WLB. Sounds like the WB. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome to Work-Love Balance. <laughs> and <laughs> we're a little, well, maybe not Michael, but I'm a little kooky. Michael David, our son, went to bed much later than his normal schedule, which threw us all off. So we're recording a bit later than anticipated. So please bear with us. It's been a long day, but we definitely wanted to record this episode. And Michael and I appreciate all the love on our last episode that we received and just comments text feedback thank you so much for thank you listening to us and taking that time out to check in with us yeah and with that family matters family matters so for you christian what was the first thing that you learned in the relationship that you built with your family, your mother, father, your nuclear what? family. What's the first thing that I learned? Yeah, well, like, what's the first? What's the first lesson that you would, uh, or what's the? Like as a child, an infant, like. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I mean, all right. Let me back up. They say that reflection gives you insight. So reflecting on your upbringing. What are one of the key lessons that you would take away that you want to pass down to hmm. your your children? Well, one thing I always appreciated about my parents, they've always been pretty consistent, especially my dad. Like, if you know my dad, he is pretty consistent. Like, he's all about words of affirmations, and he will say the same same thing for 20 years, 30 years, like he's consistent. And my mom, she's the same way too. And she always has a certain peace and calmness about her that I always appreciate and respect. But they just always taught me, you know, be be consistent, um, be a woman of your word. I always appreciate too just the sense of pride my parents always instilled in me by being truthful and when I say truthful they're they're always true to their story and true to who they are um my parents are both from Compton they're Compton high sweethearts who got married out of high school they've been married almost 40 years and They've always shared their story with me and their truth with me to be proud of where you come from and to always be impactful in everything that you do, to never quit, don't be a quitter, um, don't give up. And it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be the best, but it's just don't give up on yourself, don't quit. And to, you know, just be... Just be like a leader. And so I always appreciate that because especially being in spaces where 
I wasn't always celebrated, maybe for the color of my skin or where I was from. I knew because my parents instilled certain things within me, it made it that much more easier for me to navigate through those spaces and still hold my head high and not be discouraged, but also know that I had a space to have that dialogue with my mom about certain things or with my dad about certain things that I had experienced. So I appreciate that safe space. So I never felt like I needed to internalize anything. Um, of course, some of those lectures would be hella long if I did. <laughs> Super long. If I did share certain things with them, but I just always appreciate that. And even to this day, me being an adult, um, I still seek guidance from my parents and wisdom from my parents because they've they've been through the walk. Like they've been through the walk, and there's very I don't want to say like very few people, but there are very few people who I do go to to like seek advice from, and. Those few people who I do have, I'm extremely grateful for them. Just their transparency, their truth, and just their patience with mm-hmm. me to allow me to share, but also reciprocate and share on their end. Um, it's helped me grow, and it's helped me even now as a mom and navigating these new spaces in my life continue to grow. So I'm. I think I probably answered more than what you asked. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a tad bit. That's a little little tad. But no, I mean it's important. I think th- these are things that you learn because before we, I mean, I think my approach is that we've always been family, and I think that that's something I've always spoke true, even in the darkest of night. It's been you're my family, and I think. That's how I will continuously approach, you know, our marriage and our life. Because for what has come forth is our family has grown and has grown and is growing at this present moment. Mm -hmm. So I'm always grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the lessons that you've learned that you'll be able to impart and the lessons that I've learned that we'll be able to impart to the to the young ones. But. For me, watching you grow into that space even further as a professional, working in New York and people having perceptions about where you're from and if you say from Compton, they may look at you one way. Or if you say I remember my first week at work of at work. This was my corporate job in New York and one of my coworkers made this reference to Compton. They were traveling to Compton for a work trip and to California for a work trip. Did I just say Compton? These kids got me all kinds (laughs) of twisted tonight. They were traveling to California for a work trip and made a reference like, I don't need to, I, something to the effect of, if I go out there, I know not to go to Compton because I don't want to get shot. And at the time, I was in such a different space professionally where I had just started this job. It had literally been my first week. 
I didn't want to come off a certain way. Uh, so I, I just swallowed that comment and I didn't even say anything. I did not insert myself too much into it by saying, Hey, I'm actually from Compton. Mm -hmm. I just let it slide. And for a while I would actually just say, I'm from LA. LA. When folks would ask me in New York, Oh, where are you from LA? And then if they asked any further, I would say like Compton, but that wasn't my initial, um, response just because over the years of working in these corporate spaces when I would say I'm from Compton fresh out you know into the corporate world and I was just so proud to be in those spaces I would receive those like ignorant responses and stereotypes and so I would try to eventually I just tried to avoid it because yeah to your point it did mess with me so, but the thing is, I always had parents who were very proud of where they were from and would always say, no, you, you say proudly where you're from yeah. because you're in the room just like they're in the room and you change that perception and that narrative yeah, from just by being true to who, who you are and where you're from. So course now i'll i'll be all up in that <laughs> i used to be all up in that yeah. office with my compton gear but at first it was just a little 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 different little for go. me a little touch and go for no, me. i understand i mean I, but did you ever have to experience that because i know you're i mean dc man i know you're from dc proper but i know where you're from is kind of like the compton version oh my what they say is the compton version of so, dc so messed up so. But uh, no, it's it's funny. I think it's unique, and I think it speaks to though we have different upbringings, our stories and our experiences are so similar, which I think is unique. I mean, me personally, when me and Christian was dating, and I first came to Compton, I was like, "Wow, they got front yards and houses and backyards and grass and palm trees." I'm like, man, this, <laughs> man, this looks more like Upper Compton. But you know, obviously, like any city, I mean, there's different parts and things like that. But what I've learned personally, being married to Christian, and obviously learning and getting to know her parents as well, is that man, it's about the pride. Like you change the perception of where you're from. You know, you mm-hmm. you make it, you make it, and I think their pride has you know, is is to be celebrated. And that's to be celebrated. And I've seen it more than once, not just in Christian's parents, but all over. And I do think it's a sheer misconception um, that people place on... Both sides on of where both we're sides, from. On both sides of where we're from. Even with D.C. I mean, for me, I didn't experience any of that until after I grew up, essentially, and I traveled, per se. Then people would ask, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from D.C. And then the next question would be, oh, what part? And then for me, it's like, oh, I'm from Southeast. Then it's like, oh, you're from Southeast, which... That's just ridiculous. Which the city at some point did have a rep for being a murderous city. But again... But these suburbs be having reps too. Yes, you are 100% correct. But that's a longer conversation in terms of... DC and the changes and things like that but like Christian over time I've learned to proudly say yeah I'm from Southeast DC 
close to Martin Luther King Avenue, Anacostia, east of the river, however you want to call it, and have taken pride in that. And as, as the city has grown, D.C., particularly southeast, east of the river, is on the next frontier of development, which I think is a good thing, but it also must be a responsible development with inclusion. So, And I think with the energy that Michael and I both experience. That's what motivated us to create DC Proper and Compton Flight Club and to share our story through something that we're passionate about, which is creating and designing. And now, I mean, clearly there's like more pride than ever, yeah. more outwardly pride. And it's it's just something that we hope that our kids, as they grow older, they'll appreciate the the stories and just the legacy of of where they're from because yes. their mom's from Compton, their dad's from Southeast DC, our kids were born in New Jersey <laughs> and have experienced New York City and also California and also DC. So Man. I'm I'm actually, I'm super grateful for just the rich culture that I'm yes. just hoping yes. that yes. they'll really embrace as they get older yes. and experience because I I didn't really experience that. I mean, most of my family there, they were in Compton. It was either Compton or Northern California. So it wasn't like we did a lot of traveling growing up. Yeah. It was a lot of road trips because, of course, that was that the was more cost-efficient thing, thing to do with, like, two kids. And, you know, s- slavery. Like, we had family members in the South. Like, we have roots in the South. But, um, you know, those were, like, the only trips that we would take when my grandfather moved. But... Hmm. And... My parents took me to visit like the shack that he grew up in and we would stay there, stay with him. But yeah, it's, I'm, I'm grateful that our kids, they'll be able to, you know, experience all dynamics of their roots. And what, as a follow up to the initial question, what lesson, what's the main lesson that we seek to impart? Oh, no, let me take that back. What have you learned from watching Michael and Elle as as their little bond develops as a family? Man, what have I... I've learned so much, man. It's just, it's very humbling, but I've, I've learned to be very understanding and considerate of just them. I don't know if that even sounds <laughs> like they're two different individuals. I have to understand them on their level and not through my lens of what I think they are or who I think they are because they are who they are, if that makes sense. Makes sense. So like I'll my son he has different reactions and responses to things. My daughter, as she gets older, she'll have her own different reactions and responses. And so 
I just always want to constantly be aware of their perspective to not project too much of my experience and my perspective through them. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's like, all right, you have to level set some things here and there. But, um, you know, I want them to just grow into their authentic selves. I don't want them to grow into who I think their authentic self should be. But I still want to provide them with the, the, um, I still want to provide them with the foundation, the knowledge, the transparency that they would need in order to continue to develop who they are. Absolutely. But I, I don't want to break their confidence or anything like that. So I think that's the biggest thing. Just, kind of stepping outside of myself and constantly thinking like, man, they have such a different experience for me. They're looking at life through such a different lens than I'm looking at life because I've had 30 plus years on me of just different experiences that they haven't even had yet. So I don't want to invoke too much of that on them or, you know, so I, I understand. Hope that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it definitely makes sense. I I'm more curious because, like, like you mentioned, being able to observe them and look at them and see. Because I mean, I feel like I'm learning every day, and learning from them mm-hmm. and learning how to adjust. But just being present, like Christian said initially. So, and our last question of why does family matter? Man. It's the genesis of everything. Mm. There will be no society, nothing without family. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Mm. And I mean, it's bigger. It's not even just talking about marriage, like the union. It's it's like without mothers, without our fathers, without our brothers, sisters. Like literally nothing would be here without family if you see an individual walking down the street each each person has a mother or a father whether those relationships are strong or not or whatever the case is or everyone has a mother or at some point has had a mother everyone at some point has had a father and I think that's so powerful how we all belong to someone. We are mm. all connected to someone. Mm. And so I think family is mm, the genesis cute. of everything. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. Mm. What are your thoughts? Man, I can't follow that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything, Anytime you say genesis of anything, oh my there's goodness. nothing you can even say after that. I mean, I'm just, I'm done. No, but I agree with you 100%. Um, I've learned a lot during this journey, and I've. What have you, know, you learned? What's the biggest thing you've learned? So I know our kids are still so young, so I'm pretty sure our answers will change in time. But what have you learned now? Man, I just learned how to give up control, or what control that you think that you have, or mm-hmm. things that you think you can control. Not to say that. We don't have, but I've come to understand that we do have influence over our children. But in terms of yielding the control, 
that's that's not that's not there. So I think I've learned that, and I'm just outside of that. I'm just humbled. I'm just learning as much as I can, as fast as I can, and I'm privileged to watch them navigate this time that we're in right now, because it doesn't mean anything to them. Time doesn't mean anything. No. What's going on? The news doesn't mean anything they have to no them. No fear, no worries. No fear. Nothing. So anytime I'm able to look at them and see that they're not tripping about anything, then I humble myself and I move forward with what I'm called to do. Man, isn't this so like we're adults <laughs> with kids <laughs> recording a podcast? Who would have thought we would be doing any of this 10 years ago? I did for sure. <laughs> Not I. Yeah. But, but I'm 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 grateful and I think like you said, man, they're they're their own individuals. We can influence, but control that's a whole different whole different thing. It's a so. whole different level. So we thank you guys for joining us as we journey through our discoveries. <laughs> but also to try to share some insight or some thoughts or some nuggets um, that we've come to, you know, see as foundational. So we thank you guys for your time tonight. We thank you for your listens. Um, and we appreciate you guys genuinely because we don't take uh, the air time lightly. So we thank you guys for joining us as we journey through our discoveries. But also to try to share some insight or some thoughts or some nuggets um, that we've come to, you know, see as foundational. So we thank you guys for your time tonight. Thank you for your listens. Um, And we appreciate you guys genuinely because we don't take uh, the air time lightly. And so we hope that you continue with us on this journey. Yes. And you can visit our website, alifewelldressed.com to listen to our previous podcast episodes or we're also on iHeartRadio now. As of today. Which I'm, I don't know what, I'm like super excited about that. No, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So now we're on iHeartRadio as well as other major, major with a capital M, I'm just joking, <laughs> podcast <laughs> platforms. And also check us out on IG at Work Love Balance Podcast. Thank you. Bye.